Okay. Good evening, everybody. Happy to see you all. If you're new, uh, uh, you can still back out. We haven't started the meeting yet. So it's still an option. All right. Well, all right. Well, uh, why don't we just open questions first today? Okay. Mike. Okay. Oh, let me mute all first. Well, if they want to, anybody wants to speak about a certain topic concerning the underlying topic. Yeah. Okay, and let me mute all and then you can unmute yourself. And then and anybody can raise their hands in the meantime. All right. Um, mute all. Okay, go ahead and unmute yourself. And, and no hands. Hands. All right, then I'll I'll just go. So uh, again, well, we've been together for a while now. Hopefully. Uh, I can hear myself in the other room. Hey, will you shut that guy off? It's me, actually. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully a momentum has built up and a, a modicum of understanding has been sort of set. Yeah. We've reinforced it every week. So maybe you can start understanding a little bit of why, uh, these cryptic sayings, when you sometimes go to satsangs, have so much validity, which is you're not, you're never going to get it. You can't experience it. Uh, that you're wanting it is actually the biggest deterrent in a sense. So how, and then if you try not to want it, that's also another way of wanting it. Yeah. So you basically, you can't wiggle out of the situation. Yeah, what you're not, uh, really is the starting point to start seeing, see, like if the lion is going to go to a meeting to hear about being a lion, hopefully there'd be someone, you know, outside the meeting that would inform them, Hey, listen, knowing it or not, there's a certain sheep programming that kicks in super fast and you just fall under the assumption you're the sheep. And that's why you're not getting the message that you're a lion, even though they tell you you're a lion and they inform you and they try to describe the indescribableness of being a lion. It's not getting through. Why that's happening is there's an activity going on without us knowing it that's faster than us, so to speak. Yeah. So the selfing claims to be the one who's hearing the message. That's what neuters the message. Yeah. This isn't something to believe. It's something to sort of inquire about. Just when it lands, just check it out. Yeah. Yeah. What other way can you explain why you know, like Ramana said, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. How could that possibly happen? Yeah. 
how could reality want to attain reality? It would have to be taking itself to be something else. Yeah? Because there's only the only way reality could attain reality would be as something else than reality. Yeah? Do you see? Do you see as soon as there's a seeking of reality, you've been placed in a losing position. You're not reality. Yeah? You're something else. And what happens is, as you approach, constantly attempting to approach reality, what's really getting reinforced is what you're not. Yeah, this is the dilemma of spiritual seeking. The goal that you're seeking is being seemingly forgotten in the seeking of the goal. Yeah? Because what you're looking for is what's looking. Now, if you were anything else then it would be wise to start looking for it, yeah? Because you better get on the business of finding it because it's the basis of why you're in all the shit you think you're in, yeah? And so if you could arrive at the truth, you would rise above all this and you'd be a really chilled out Kerry, yeah? Yeah. But when we're moving towards the reality, there's an activity going on that's reinforcing the assumption. Yeah? As Ramana said so beautifully, at this point, when you're taking yourself to be an existing thing, yeah, and then wanting to get relief for that existing thing or that or salvation for that existing thing, if that is the premise or the condition or the format we're seemingly in, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah. So what we're setting out to do isn't what's being done. Yes. We were setting out to find the truth. That's not what that was that's not what was being done to the finding out the truth. It was being used for something else. Yeah? Who would have known? Who would have thunk? But once you hear it, and it gets in like a lot of other things get in, but this thing starts really knocking down the the assumed pins, yeah? The the message of non-duality brings what you're not into a sharp contrast. Yeah, because you're not going to hear in Buddhist paths that you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You're not going to hear that. Yeah, so you hear it in a context of what we call non-duality, and it brings out what we're not to be noticed. Yeah, because if you are what you're looking for, and that resonates, there's like a pause, and in that moment you have the eyes to see. And then stuff starts landing. And things make sense beyond making sense. You don't have to try to make sense out of it. It makes sense. Yeah? And now you're starting to see blue is blue and red is red. And you've got, in a sense, you're in a position of the horse is in front of the cart. Far out. And when when the horse is in front of the cart, it really tells you it's always been front of the cart. There was just a dreaming that was the, the cart was in front of the horse. It wasn't so. 
it was appearing to be so to what so. Just like some, something's appearing to be real to reality to the point that it's now reality as that which is appearing real is seeking reality. Yeah? But did that, does that thing that has been given a real meaning, does it have any reality to it? No. It's an appearance. Thank God. Yeah? This doesn't demand heavy lifting, really. You see, and then the scene connects to another and another, and then there's a clarity about something you had no idea was going on while you were going on all day. You had no idea that something else was going on while you thought you were that long-lasting, singular, independent, separate entity doing its thing. Something was doing a thing in you, seemingly. Not in you, but as you. Yeah, Unbeknownst to us, really. And so you hear the message, and the message, I hope, instead of wasting time trying to describe the indescribable, because that doesn't get through, yeah? You now describe the describable, so that the indescribable can see the describable, yeah? The indescribable is not seeking a description of the indescribable, what can be described is seeking a description of the indescribable, because that's the only way it understands anything. Tell me about it. What does it look like? What does it do? Ba -da -da -da. I want to know it. Yeah? It doesn't work with what we are. Yeah? So you see <laughs> the describable from the indescribable. Yeah? Because this is a dilemma here. When, when that direction is sort of corrected and you're now looking from the indescribable at the indescribable, the describable arises and claims to be the one that's looking at the describable. So now you're fucked with a describing, with a description, fucking judging another description. <laughs> Seemingly lacking what the other description thinks it has. <laughs> and you fall into that little conundrum of self trying to get out of self. When you hear that statement, there's a pause, and then you realize all the tightening that was there. Yeah, you you notice, oh Jesus, I was in that fucking death posture for thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I've been doing. Not me. That's exactly what was being, what was doing, which was selfing, was trying to get out of selfing. Actually, it's selfing trying to get out of self. So the selfing objectifies itself, calls itself, and wants to get out of self. <laughs> and it won't take no for an answer. It'll just keep, if it, if it doesn't succeed with drugs, it backs up, gets into a spiritual vehicle, hits the wall, backs up, gets into making money, hits the wall, backs up, becomes a humanitarian, hits the wall, backs up, becomes like St. Francis, serving birds and everyone else. Although with an underlying agenda not being noticed of self trying to get out of self. Yeah. When I heard that, 
All the things I thought were going on got overridden by that statement. I saw that's exactly what all the shit that was happening, it fell under that category and it fit perfectly. Self can't get out of self. That's incredible. That is, that's the freedom from the need to be liberated. That's the freedom. Yeah. You see the complete futility of waiting any longer for you to get it. (laughs) (laughs) so you come to this zoom and then you leave at eight because there's another zoom and you're going to hear it from another way and then at nine there's a late zoom and then there's the the midnight zoom and so you hear 30 fucking different takes and you don't get anything yeah well you get a lot of shit you don't get nothing Not getting anything would be very valuable, but you get a lot of shit. (laughs) Just tell the truth. Yeah. If I am what I'm looking for, then what seems so motivated to look for it? Yeah. It can't be what I am, in a way, because what I am is what I'm looking for. It must be and as, it must be an apparition of what I am appearing as what I'm not that's totally hell-bent on looking for what I, what's looking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All the while being what it's looking for. What? When, you hit, when that hits you, that's why... See, if you don't get the sense of it, it makes no sense to stop looking at for things. Yeah, you, once you get the understanding then it makes sense why the looking for it is a deterrent or an obscuring factor you'll get it super clearly yeah but without the underlying understanding it will make no fucking sense yeah and that same thing of looking you know for what's looking will turn into trying to be a non-self as a self yeah So now you're super pissed, but you don't think you can you can't you won't pick up any skillful means or call anyone to have a talk because I'm not a but polling's going on and polling may need a lot of help today. Does that mean anything? No. It's just one of the millions of conditions polling can find itself in. Yeah? Now if it tries to use a philosophy they become, it's either, it's either this way or the highway. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to be a very constipated non-dualist. Yeah. Very unhappy. You won't be attractive. <laughs> for, you know, I don't want what this person's talking about. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> but he has a beautiful loving gaze yeah yeah (laughs) I've got to see the effects they've got to have profound effects on the action figure no they don't the action figure why would something infinite waste a lot of time affecting something finite 
<laughs> it's going to end quickly anyway. What's the point? You want to, you know, who wants to paint like a, a Mona Lisa on a piece of loose leaf? You know, you need more of a lasting canvas, let's say. <laughs> so I hope, uh, you know, We're not describing what we're not to know ourselves better. We're not. We're trying to know what we're not better. And then we'll find out about ourselves. Yeah? You can't apply knowing what you're not to what you are. It's not about knowing what you are. It's about being what you are. And that being is, let's say, expressing in this sort of movement called time. So what you're re relegated to is finding out. Yeah, you just find out by traveling lighter. That's how you find out about traveling lighter. <laughs> That's how you find out about it. You don't know traveling lighter. You find out about it. And then maybe a few months you make an observation. Hey, I'm traveling lighter. Yeah. <laughs> You can't measure it. It's not like, all right, let me see. You know, there's no measuring. You, you can't do an autopsy on it. It's just how you travel. Yeah. So what lifted the load? What lifted the weight? Not you, because you're the carrier of the weight. Something seemingly did for you what you couldn't do. Now, that could be what you are, but let's just leave it at that. Something is doing for us what we can't do. Yeah? We cannot arrive at where we already are because we're a bunch of movement. Yeah? So our natural, not natural, the programmable way is to do something because the whole premise is about we're the doer. Yeah? So spirituality becomes an act of doing in most cases. Yeah? It does. Because we're following the format that we're taking ourselves to be. So I'm going to do myself and have myself into a condition. You can't apply that to a prior condition. Yeah? The head may mimic what it thinks the prior condition is, but that's not going to hold weight. That's not going to hold water. That's not built on finding out. Yeah, that's built on a weird, really weird way of knowing, you know, like a mimicking. Yeah. The problem with us is some of the first people we ran into who were supposedly spiritual spoke in monotones, you know, and they walked slowly and they didn't say, you know, they had long pauses before they said anything. We think, oh, that's that's it. That's how, you know. For me to be there, I gotta look like that. So it's like mimicry, you know? Mimicking, mimicking, mimicking. So, all right. Anybody want Who's to running the show tonight? What? Who's running the show? We don't know. Mike? <laughs> There's no hands up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
Let me share. All right, I'll share one thing. I can't find that little booklet from Ramana that I like. I didn't really spend any time looking, but <laughs> I couldn't find it in the 10 seconds before the talk. <laughs> but he has a very interesting statement where they are talking again, a big, a big discussion point is predestination and free will. Yeah, so he was answering that. He says, all right, as long as there's a sense of individualism, there'll be the sense of free will. Yes. Now, he could have gone on for a while. As long as there's a sense of individualism, there'll be this, this, that it could have piled on. Yeah. He stopped at the next topic, but he could have had 800 topics because it's all rooted in the sense of being the long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yes? All these other things are dependent on that idea in being in place. Yeah? When you question or you see maybe that individualism isn't as solid as you had assumed, yeah, then your idea of free will gets changed. Not by addressing free will directly, but by addressing the sense of being an individual, yeah, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. I'm not saying expressing like, an, like individually, but being the individual, represented as a thing, yeah? That is the premise that allows all these other possibilities, impossibilities to seem possible. So true efficiency would not waste much time with all the topics that come after because they're all dependent on the prior topic, which is the individualism, yes? The separatism, the long-lasting independent entity, yeah? So why waste debating about self-will and predestination when the, the feeling of that two topics being so important is coming from the feeling of being an individual, yeah? Why not just go to that route and maybe entertain and hear certain descriptions of how the individual is really manufactured? It's assumed, yeah? It's implied, it's historically in an illusory way authenticated by memories because you're pictured as a body in there, yeah? And then you wouldn't be so interested in the other topics because they're not apart from this topic, yeah? So this would be like the root that allows everything else to grow from. So, yeah? If you want to be a master of cutting through all the shit that grows, great, go ahead. But that root is going to keep producing it, yes? And it's going to be, keep producing the sense of being you that's cutting through all the material fucking obscuring. But what happens if you could see that same event of cutting through material obscurity, obscuring, but not see it as you? Yeah? Not seeing as you as the cutter, yeah? there would be a loss of interest in the cutting through material obscuring. Yeah? You, there would be an acceptance for it. So what? Yeah? <laughs> so what? You caught me. There's been a cutting through material obscuring. Yeah? But it isn't me, you see. Yeah? So it's not about 
emphasizing one aspect and decreasing another. It's seeing the axis it's all dependent on. And all of it is dependent on this feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yes? So why go to... You can, if this was like a giant hallway of Zooms, there would be tons of Zoom meetings on, uh, you know, how to love people who you hate, yes? Which has its value there, yeah? But what would happen if you just went to one of the Zoom meetings and then you heard the message of non-duality? You would see that as maybe the first Zoom meeting, and also the last Zoom meeting, yeah? <laughs> because you wouldn't, because how you approach all the individual trees is by having an understanding of the forest, yes? So you see a bigger picture that brings light to all the smaller pictures. Instead of looking at all the smaller pictures and seeing them really big, yeah? You see them in a different size. What Zoom meaning never leads to another Zoom meeting? The only category in my experience in spirituality was non-duality. Everything else I did led to non-duality. That's the only point where it stopped. Really. Yeah. I mean, completely stopped. Finitoed. Never to be resuscitated until now again. None of the others produced that. Yeah. They all, they all led to a bigger, better Zoom. And a bigger and a more adept and radical Zoom. And extreme Zooms. Yeah. Because non-duality is, is questioning the premise that everything else is based on. That's what's happening. Yeah? Yeah? And we've known it. We become manicurists of leaves, you know? We become great fucking, you know, manure makers. We can grow or decrease the growth of character defects and then increase the growth of character qualities. All like that. And we've all been left with fucking nothing in a certain way. So then we come to this, and maybe it all makes fucking sense finally. And everything you thought you did, that you wanted it to be so valuable, and then you get to a rude awakening, it wasn't valuable. It was extremely valuable because it showed you it's failed. Yeah? So you're finally left with your own devices which you've been trying to improve, get better, but never really question, and you'll see them as not yours. They're devicing away, but they're not yours, nor are you doing the devicing. Yeah? Tell me what else speaks from that point. That's why the contrast is so profound because its message doesn't move. There's no what's new in non-duality 2021. There isn't. Yeah? 
It's not organically growing to fit a society that's been introduced to it. It's basically, fuck you, really. Yeah. If you're not interested, you're not interested. It's all included. There's no, I mean, you know, some of us, we advertise because we have to make a living in a way. But non-duality isn't like, you know, 30 days of non-duality, you'll be much fitter. You'll lose five pounds. Your eyes will get glassy and clear. You don't know. There's no real, nothing, no improvement is, is guaranteed. <laughs> it isn't. It's just sharing. It's, I think that it's been passed along. The crux of the matter was noticed. Yeah. And while all the other shit goes on and gets more extreme and more radical and a lot of synthesizing, and then you could be a Kabbalist and a Buddhist, practice Tantra, being an Orthodox Catholic and everything like that, yeah? It's just nothing. It says that's all, yeah? You're not going to get anything. You're not even going to experience anything. Fuck. There goes a huge amount of the population. We're all experienced addicts. They'll fucking get... I, I used to have people come to the live talks. I knew they'd leave in like three weeks because they would sniff around and realize there's nothing to fucking to get and then they take off to the next, you know, uh, fucking whatever, nude, uh, radical prayer hanging upside down. Far out. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, we don't track anyone where anyone goes, yeah? We just offer an invitation. It worked with me, yeah? That's why I'm so keen on it. it yeah, I cannot believe how much shit, without me trying to stop, stopped. Just can't believe it, really. I didn't know I had the ability to be convinced. But, yeah. When I don't have a biased eye looking, when I don't have a preconceptual judgment, which is the selfing, I can see the impossibility of arriving at where I already am. I just, you know, it's just fucking obvious. Yeah. You know, while you were looking, you know, while you're always looking ahead for a bigger, better moment, when you're really here, you're enriching yourself. It's you that you're sensing, yeah? We were sharing it with it at the recovery meeting. You know, some days I don't even leave my backyard, where before I'd have to surf in the morning, bungee gump, jump in the afternoon, fucking, you know, how to do something at night, to prove my fucking worth, I guess. I don't know. It's unbelievable. I was watching a huge uh, waves in Jaws, and, you know, people are insane. Now they're, they're using snow skis to ski down these things, thinking, oh, it's, you know, a new experience. I mean, come on. When does the new experiences become just like the old experiences? Experiences. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,
I used to always be amazed when in San Francisco, I used to practice Tai Chi at this park at night. And I used to always notice this Buddhist monk. He'd just walk around this garden every day, every night. Must have been doing it for 30 years. He didn't need to go to seven continents in one day. He was giving life out to everything he was noticing, yeah? It wasn't, he wasn't meeting the trees. He was making the trees in a way, yeah? From what you're not, you could never make that happen. You can't because what you're not is the obstruction of that from happening. So, all right. Maybe there's more hands now. I'm muting myself. Yeah, Gary. But first let me say I'm excited to uh, title this video when I post it, uh, Doing Prayer Upside Down. Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> I forgot that one. Naked. God help the person who walks in the room. Oh. Some things should never be going that way in gravity. <laughs> no. <laughs> but if it works, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll fucking do anything to get out of me. <laughs> stop, stop. I'm about to sign up for that. <laughs> it's one of my, it's one of my, uh, what do they call those shell corporations? <laughs> I'm making the money on all the registrations. <laughs> my vast empire. I'm sucking money out of spiritual seeking every day. Ah, yes. <laughs> remember those people that were a few years ago I'll, I'll get back to you Gary sure. years and years ago there was a book that came out a movie what the bleep do you know which was really cool but then a book came out about the secret which was really the law of attraction which is quite old yeah but they did it up really well whatever and then one of the people who had maybe a cursory a role in that started doing these big uh, retreats and he had one supposedly somewhere I may be mistaken because I didn't follow it clearly too much but supposedly like sixty thousand dollars for a week and he had a lot of different things like native Indian sweats and shit like that now these people came they paid sixty thousand and some of them were sort of overweight and stuff and there was no medicals taken and three of them died in like the sweat so they paid $60,000 to get cooked in a sweat, yeah? And I think the guy had to take off because the authorities are after him. But you see how dangerous it can be? Without us knowing it? And how hard is it to have Zooms and emphasize this aspect of there's something going on in us the mental equivalent of Hal in 2001 is talking to us, not as Hal, but as us. Yeah, The us that it's talking to has been manufactured, and we believe it's me, Paul, talking to me, Paul. Yeah, And without knowing it, 
I'm living in interpretation. I'm not open or available to living because I'm completely available to an interpretation about living. Yeah? Without knowing it. And so I start feeling this underlying malaise and something's off, you know, or I'm too sensitive and my mind's too active. So I do a lot of shit and I end up at spirituality. And I get no warnings about this at all. And I walk into spirituality bringing in the thing I've been trying to get out of, yeah? Not knowing it, that everything that's happening is being sifted through its little agenda and then regurgitated as me. Before I even know it, I'm living this image of an interpretation, yeah? And so the only thing I can do is, hey, I felt pretty good at this. I'm going to do more of this. And then more and more and more. To the point now, part of Paul is spiritual and it has the same demands as the old Paul. It's got to do more. It's not doing enough. It's getting us. And and I thought that that shit wouldn't come into the spiritual realm. I thought the spiritual realm was more noble more had like a an immunity to that it doesn't we bring in the disease so to speak yes how do you know you can't sneak you know you can't sneak into the retreat and and the meditation center and put up a, a notice there you know the night before hey you are what you're looking for but I'm you know what I mean? They fucking run you out if they caught you. But, you know, it goes on and on and on. And a lot of us never hear that there could be this, this lag in time where we're seemingly replaced with an image or an idea of Paul. And that idea of Paul is using whatever it's doing to reflect Paul. Yeah? It doesn't want to know God. It wants to be a knower of God. It wants, yes. And I did a lot of shit, and it never led me to realizing this. I had to hear it. Someone had to put me, you know, someone talked to me about things and shared, and it made total sense. And I realized, wow, that's exactly what's been happening. I was trying to get out of self as self. Wow. This fucking guy, Hwang Po, just ended my career, my spiritual fucking career. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Oops. Well, yeah. And so basically, all the spiritual wardrobe fell, and I wasn't quick enough to pull it back up. I saw the emperor with no clothes. And its reign ended fucking far out. Yes. And I got some real relief, not relief that comes from tons of effort and tons of doing and tons of more, but relief from all that, from all the effort and everything, from having every condition I could ever be in based on so many other conditions. Yeah? I mean, what condition stands alone? What condition is untouched? What is unvarnished and what isn't shined up by anything else? It's us. It's our own nature. Yeah? Like that famous Zen, you know, they call the, the third Zen patriarch, 
was a character that worked in a fucking like a flea market. Yeah. And he hurts. And so I don't know what happened. So the, the old the old abbot was going to pass the bowl. And so he had a, he had everyone in the place talk about the nature of mind. And so he said, the one guy said, well, mind is like a mirror and we're polishing it and shit like that. So then this 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 down and out dude that heard, who had heard the Dharma came and wrote something else. There's no fucking mirror and there's no polishing it. Yeah. <laughs> so then the old dude said, well, he deserves it. And all the monks that were invested in being monks chased them out of the fucking temple and almost killed them. Yeah. What happens if you're standing there polishing the mirror? All you see is you in the mirror. <laughs> it's the perfect epitome of self can't get out of self. You're watching self, trying to get out of self as self. <laughs> and polishing it. <laughs> I mean, how insane is that? So, all right. Thanks, Paul. Be another one of these, unless there's unless there's a question. So hurry up with a hand. <laughs> well, this what oh. you did is probably better than a question, but I, I have a comment anyway. And um, so, what seems really clear today is that what's not seems to disappear. What is? It, you know when. Uh, it it's like when I believe that I'm you know real that in that very moment uh, I've disappeared apparently who I am has disappeared it seems like in the presence of it, it you know it's like who I'm not it seems so gross that who I am it has disappeared from the scene. And, and it, that just seems really clear. It's like, oh, when I'm playing selfing, then uh, I'm nowhere in sight. You know, awareness is not real anymore. And that just seems, it's cool. I mean, I don't, I never heard that anyplace else. I really appreciate you bringing this this out because what you say is true it's like more will be revealed that is happening and um it's becoming clear that what's not um kind of obscures what is when it's doing its thing and i'm into it then what so gary can i say something sure <clears throat> so let's say <clears throat> what you're not appears, and then it says what you are disappears. Seemingly, yeah. Yes, but that's not the case. No. What you're not is appearing in what we are. What dis what it disappears is just another made up shadow of what you're not. Yeah, because what we are hasn't appeared or disappeared. Yeah, it's the space. So you actually find acceptance in this little ball game of one thing appearing and then saying that the other thing disappeared. Yeah. But 
that's not making any fact up. It's because the context hasn't appeared or disappeared. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't get into any adversarial role. You just see the two adversaries. They're all coming out of nothing, and then they're appearing to be something. Yeah? One says, when I appear, that disappears. But that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. It just may seem to, it seems to you as that which suddenly appeared, that obviously that has disappeared. But it's not true. Yeah, we're the yeah. bigger picture than that, yeah? That's an aspect of us, and let's say called Gary, that let's say at times is muted, and then there's the space and presence, and then it seems to get emphasized. It's Let's say its appearance is drawn out, and while it's drawing out, it says the other things disappeared. <laughs> so we start taking evidence from a false authority. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. in truth, it never disappeared. It's no. It's kind of like, who's noticing all this? It, it, and, and I don't think there's an adversarial thing going on. It's more like, wow, look at that. It seems like I'm totally missing from the scene now, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. And, 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 and there's no fight there. It's like, well, that's kind of cool, but it's like I'm hiding in the corner. And, yeah. Uh, uh, but it it's still going on. I don't need to go to war with it. But, wow, it really seems like I disappeared. But, yes. Remember that emphasis is on seems. Seems, yeah. 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 And it has to seem like that to something. Things just don't seem... They seem like something to something. Yes? Yeah. 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 Go back into the corner, Gary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're going to move you to the northwest corner. You've been in the southeast corner too long. You've got to move to another corner. You've ad you have advanced, Grasshopper, to the northeast corner. <laughs> it's gonna look just like the southwest corner. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Do I have to pay sixty thousand dollars or anything? No, 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 no. That would be too little. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. It doesn't cost anything for the message, but it may cost you $60,000 to die. <laughs> That's scary. Wow. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Price is right. The price is right, yes. There's no doors. Let's see what's behind door number one. Nothing. Door number two, nothing. Door number three, nothing. <laughs> All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thanks for the hide and seek, Gary. There's no other hands, so you got to tag somebody, Gary. <laughs> no, don't tag anybody. <laughs> Seemingly is a, is a cool word. 
in in recovery we have a book called the big book and in one of the uh, like preambles or the forwards they make an incredible statement about recovery and it says we are a, we are a hundred men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body yeah isn't that interesting they could have just said a hopeless state of mind and body but something downloaded and put the word seemingly in there. So basically, one of the definitions of seemingly is it's appearing to be true or false to us. Yes? Yeah. So at one point, when I was drinking and doing drugs, like a fucking rabid, you know, dog, the condition I believed I was in was in a hopeless state of mind and body. So I might as well just get fucked up as long as I can until I go to jail again or go it, get into an institution or die. Yeah, made total sense. But not if I was reacting to a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Yeah? The seemingly changes the whole game, meaning this hopeless state doesn't it's not based on the state it's based on me yeah i'm seeing it as hopeless i am the dreaming yeah then what happened with me i got struck sober and then i didn't see that condition i was in as a hopeless condition of mind and body i got that it was appearing to be and it could it could not appear to be that and I entered the program that night, and I've been sober ever since. Yeah. So basically, this whole place is seemingly so. It's all based on us. We are the dreaming of the dreaming. We are. Yeah. Not as we're con not as we're structured as the dreamt, but as the act of dreaming. We are in the act of dreaming. And in the dreaming, there's an identification, a seeming one, with the dreamt. So, when Gary is imaged by the brain, it's pictured as a body. It's not the name of the subjectivity, which is actually more Gary than the body is, but the body is referenced. So, the subjectivity of the awareness of life, of the living, being conscious of the contact you're in, yeah? That comes from subjectiveness, yes? Awareness, consciousness, yeah? That's being attributed to the body by the mental interpretation. So when your whole life, which is rooted in a subjective experience, is gone over, it's gone over as an object. I mean, you got to see... <laughs> I mean, that one little change in the lenses is going to distort your vision yes usually and no matter how many new pairs of glasses you put on you're putting them on the old ones and the old one the old crack is going to dominate all the way through all the new ones yeah it's like the old remember the story i used to tell about the uh brownie camera you know the cheap little camera they weren't brownies 
they're ones you'd buy at a store. They would be in a cardboard box. You'd have like 12 pictures and then you'd bring them to the pharmacy and they'd throw the box out and they'd develop the pictures. Now the lens was sort of plastic. You basically really couldn't even see through it. You just aimed, yeah, and you hope it would take a picture. So let's say there's one of those and then there's this unbelievable camera super high def 360 degrees has a mobile tripod so it's trucking around and it sees this little camera and it decides to look through the little camera and as it's looking through the camera the little let's call it the brownie if it forgets that what it is and it takes itself to be the brownie all right so now suddenly all of these attributes aren't finding any expression. They're all being funneled through this plastic lens. Yeah? Yeah? So it's he's it's not seeing clear. It's not taking good pictures. It has no but it it's damn sure that it's this fucking little brownie. Yeah? So what does it do? This isn't working out, so it saves its money and it buys like a five thousand Nikon Nikon lens and puts it on the plastic lens of the brownie. The plastic lens overrides the $5,000 lens because the $5,000 lens comes after it, yes? You just see through the $5,000 lens with the plastic lens. It doesn't fucking improve it at all, yeah? You may feel better, but it doesn't really improve the picture quality. So then this goes on until one day some other camera goes by and touches the big camera on the shoulder and goes, hey, what are you doing looking through that brownie? The guy never entertained an idea. What? I'm looking through the brownie? I thought I was the brownie looking. Finally, wow, it hears the message. And now suddenly the possibility, hey, I can be free from the brownie. Yes. Hallelujah. I finally heard the message. I've been trying to be free as the brownie, but the fact is I can be free from the brownie because I'm something other than the brownie. Yeah? I'm not the hole in the donut. I'm something or nothing, really. Maybe I am the hole in the donut. That's the greatest. Yeah? So now, after 30 years of taking and trying to do the best it could with the fucking brownie and getting fucking better polishing, you know, like... Uh, rags and shit, all that, finally it realizes, what the fuck, yeah, bingo, if, if I'm not the brownie, what's the possibility, I can be free from the brownie, exactly, was the freedom available 30 years before, yes, was it available 20 years, yes, 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 it's been always available, yeah, it was the camera that believed it was the brownie, Therefore, its ability to be free from it was turned into I can be free as the brownie. Yeah. So I'm going to buy more lenses, even though I, if I don't, they don't work. One of them will. I'll just keep putting on fucking lenses. But the plastic lens is going to override the effects of all the others. Yes. Every little trick you learn has been claimed by the programming. And it's being used to reinforce the Gary. And if, without knowing it, you'll be looking from it. You'll be going to be looking from the brownie, and you may even turn around and try to find the big 
fucking camera from the brownie. All the while being the big camera. The spiritual subpoena has been served. Yeah? You're not the fucking brownie. Let's describe it. Let's describe what it's like to be a brownie. It seems like everyone in all these Zoom squares seems to identify. Wait a minute. We can't all be brownies. Then why do we all feel the fucking same, do the same shit, think the same shit? Well, wait a minute. Yeah? Maybe we're all identified with something that we're not. Yeah? And what we're not is very similar to in all the other situations. Yeah? It's just given a different name, but it's a programmable image of what you're not. Yeah? So you can see it. You have the eyes to see it, Gary. I have the eyes to see it. We've always had the eyes to see it. Yeah? We've been too busy looking as the brownie. We have. Yeah? Dreaming of being a super 360-degree HD camera, all the while being exactly that and more. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well... I got the, I got my camera story in. Wow, I haven't Thank thought of it in a while. Everyone, he has his hand up. Who? Satish. Oh, Satish. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hi, Paul. Um, Satish is back. Oh, I have been back. I just lurk. So, you know, you, you've talked about, you know, so many different ways what the problem is, that uh, who I'm not is looking for who, who I am. Um, yes. So the problem is, you know, you, you stated so beautifully in so many different ways. So I'm wondering, is, it, is there a solution or what can be done? <laughs> So, so avoid, uh, so I abide in what I am, you know. Well, you know what? Usually when you're looking to abide in, in what you are, that's coming from what you're not. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Just, it's a usual, it's a usually uh, giveaway. Yes. Right. That statement. Yeah. What you're not would love to abide in something that it is that it's not but as what you're not <laughs> it can't have it's sort of like you can't have uh your cake and your whatever too but it likes it, it won't give that up it won't it wants to be there to have it yeah that's the frustration that's the that's the obscuring that's what's dragging things fucking out mm-hmm. yeah if you hear the message hopefully it puts you in a certain bind where you can't wiggle out and then you'll realize you're not in. Yeah. But there's no way to tell that thing. It's not in, it's just going to have to frustrate itself. Yeah. And then it'll keep wiggling it out and never get out. Then there'll be a pause when what you are, hears it and it will, there'll be a clarity that you were never in it. So wiggle out away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have faith in the message. Complete faith. I do. Yeah, I do too. 
you know? So mm-hmm. all the, all we play around with all the warnings, with the hopes of triggering that which doesn't need to be triggered, really. It's like, uh, see, the way we say things, there's a seamlessness in it. It may sound insane, but if you stick with it, you'll you'll get a sense of the seamlessness of it. Yeah. And I really, I think it's a, a disservice, truly, to hear too many descriptions of what we are. I mean, we just get, it, it's more weight you don't need to carry. You'll find out what you are. It's, it's much more joyous that way, I feel. Yeah, because it's funny, some of the nuggets that really struck you through all your readings or maybe your sparse readings or through Rumi or someone like that, you'll start having an intimacy with what they were attempting to say. You'll feel it. You may be totally off, but the intimacy isn't, yeah? That's the point. There's a sense of... of uh, it's sort of like that idea, you can describe a grape, but just to take a bite, yeah, it's so much <laughs> it's more comprehensive. The exact same thing. When some when you read about other people that have taken bites, it sure sounds like the same bite. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We just come here, you know. Like I said, I've gone to more Paul Hedeman meetings than anyone else. And I've never attended any of them. That's what's really cool. Yeah. I gave up thinking I was going to get at something years ago. Nothing is really cool. I'm serious. It's really cool. I haven't got anything for a while. <laughs> it's really, really cool. It is. I'm in. I'm in a dry patch. <laughs> Looks like you got one thing that there, it was to get. Yeah. Eh? Looks like you got one thing that was to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't need to get anything more. That's one of the joys, yeah. When something is more than enough, it's great. Not too many products out there are more than enough. It gives a whole different meaning to the word enough. Yeah. I would say in this life, I had enough drugs and alcohol. (laughs) So that's over. Yeah. (laughs) Enough is a very cool word. 
Yeah, there was a there was a very interesting story about these two famous authors, and one of them knew a very rich person. So he took his friend, and they went to the rich person's house, and the person had incredible art and everything, opulence, you know, caviar and everything, all great. And the guy goes, "Oh, isn't this unbelievable?" And he says, "Why do you think?" And he says, "The guy says, I think I have enough." The one, uh, the uh, one artist, yeah. He can enjoy it all, but he was content with what he had. Yes, and I feel the only true contentment that is truly reliable comes from nothing. Nothing, yeah. It's, it's a contentment of absence. Yeah. And things end there. They do. Things end there. The engine of seeking dies in the desert of nothing. It dies. It runs out. Yeah. You finally realize you're on a dead horse and you do the appropriate thing. You get up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it's going to hit you. Yeah. The way it hit me was, uh, I can just tell by what it's climaxed into, which truly is, you know, some people from different groups get in touch with me and they haven't listened to what we say. So they asked me to come into one of their meetings. And I listen for a few minutes, and then I got to email the person and tell them to call me. And I say, I don't think it's appropriate for me to share at your meeting. I don't, because I'm going to be like a, a bummer, you know. I mean, these people are excited and happy about getting better. That's fantastic. Who wants to fuck with that? Yeah. But if you're done, you know, if if you feel like... You know, even the gold ring isn't, you know, fulfilling, you know. So uh, maybe you'll have the ears to hear because the futility uh, can be seen in one way. If you see the futility from selfing, there's a lot of beatings going on afterwards. You are to blame, yes? You should have stayed in India longer. You know, I was at Babaji's. I should have went to Papaji when I was there. He was still alive, but I blew it, you know. All this, yes, 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 yes. I have no interest in any of that. None. None. Someone sent me a nice thing today, wanted me to hear this other person. I had no interest in hearing it. Yeah. They may be incredibly wise and clear, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to anyone else because then I would, it would be like maybe an, uh, a foreign ingredient would get into the cake mix. I'd just rather keep it from a, this independent bakery. Yeah, you just keep letting it come through. What what says it has to become better or more? You know, I think nothing is. You know, 
goes good with everything. Yeah, just so. Any more questions, Mike? Thank you. Yeah, Paul. we have old hands with us. Oh, I lost. I lost that I was even answering somebody. Was it? Sorry, Satish. I hope it made sense. Whatever. Yes, yeah. That was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. Satish ceased to exist for me there. Just uh, only gone. I hope it starts. I hope it starts uh, to cease exist, exist for me. Yes. Well, Satish, you know, I wish we could take other people's observations of us to heart because I think you're very, very fine, Satish. That's my opinion. Thank you. Yes. Anyone else? No? Yes. Hold hands with us. Nick and uh, I forget, is it Phil? But anyway, hold hands with us. Oh, hold hand, my uh, oh. hey, 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 hey. The, the house band of zenbitchslap.com. <laughs> <laughs> have you listened, everyone? Have you listened to this music on uh, on the site? Yes, I love that's a very like uh, mantra ish uh, sound. I really like it, it's very uh, trance like. If you put your attention on it. Yeah. Beautiful song, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Very thank good. you. We got uh we got three songs coming your way in the next week. And um we'd like to maybe get some samples for that, if that's possible. Maybe you could tell us your story about uh what is that? Gone, gone, gone to the other shore on having never left. Oh, yes. The, the story at the yoga studio. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Everyone, you want to hear it now? Yes. Yes. All right. So, you know, before Zoom, we used to go places to share. So I used to go to Philly quite a lot, Philadelphia. And so and some of the people who I met who brought me there are yoga studio. They own yoga studios. So this lady, Erica, lovely lady, uh, she had a studio. So I was speaking there. And when I went in, they had this famous mantra, uh, Gati Gati something. I can't say it. And it's translated in, in a lot of ways. And the way it was translated on the wall was gone, gone, gone to the other shore upon arriving on having never left, yeah? So that sort of became the riff for the night, for the share, for, for the share. Because, it, you know, in Buddhism, the other shore is like whatever, clarity or awakeness, yes? And so they talk about the raft, and the raft is the teachings, and you take the raft, and then you don't carry the raft on the shore, you push it back for other people, yeah? And then, so, but in this case, upon arriving on the, uh, you know, upon arriving at the other shore on having never left, what did, what does that imply? Yeah, you left from the other shore to get to the other shore. On having, a, you know, upon arriving at the other shore, there was a realization of never leaving, yes? That's the flavor of non-duality, yeah? You are 
at the other shore that a part of you wants to arrive at. Yeah? For me, uh, if that was the case, I'd travel, you know, I'd cancel my travel plans. Yeah? Yeah? Why would I buy a ticket to the other shore upon arriving on having never left? I'll just stay where I am. Yeah. So that's the story. I did a lot better that night, but, you know, it's a little old for me now. But you get the feeling, right? Gone, gone, gone. So let's say you get the message that you are at the other shore. First of all, what will happen, will one or two of the gones will be gone. So maybe it'll be, instead of gone, 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 it'll be maybe went, you know, maybe went to the other shore. <laughs> I could have gone, I may not have. <laughs> so you'll save a lot of the gones. And then upon arriving, all right, I finally got there, and it tells you you never left, yes? That was sort of an, an experience that I had. One of those moments where it became quite obvious, it told me it was all, it's always been this way, yeah? It just it negated any other possibility of being any other way, though there could be millions of appearances of every other way, but this is it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the flavor of it. So you can say gone, 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 went to, went to this Zoom upon arriving at the Zoom on having never left. Yeah. Any others? Uh, oh, you were mentioning an uh, idea, like you were cooking up. Oh. Hmm? What? I didn't hear you. Sorry, mate. Uh, it's. I remember you said that you were like... You were brainstorming. You had some ideas about like some kind of project and stuff, and we are we're totally open to talking with you about that. Yeah, you better talk with me because a lot of ideas die on the vine because I just sort of I space out. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. I mean, uh, but yeah, please get in touch with me. Mike has my information. Yeah. And I can call up it to Canada. So just send me your number and we'll talk. Eh? I love to do it. One of the other members has incredible art. He just sent me a wild picture, a caricature of me. I hope I look better live, but a caricature with the Zen bitch slap. And we're hoping to get it. He has a number of them. We're going to do a like a certain uh, collection for t-shirts, hopefully. I'm going to see if we can get them printed. And so, yeah, we're open to anything written. If people want to send stuff written or music. Well, uh, yeah, we want this to be a community in a way. Uh, I'm the only one who has a license to sell any products, so don't fucking start selling Tupperware and shit on the site. But... 
yeah, everyone just, we want to have music and art and stuff like that and show, show other people what everyone's doing. Yeah. But I'd be more than happy. I can do lyrics, you know, I can write lyrics pretty easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah, just give me the music and I can write lyrics around it. Yeah, there's so many ways you can say nothing. So that's beautiful. Man. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope you can come back to Toronto one day and we can go get sushi. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a. Uh, It's surreal, isn't it? I think it's, it's, you know, I'm a believing it's dreaming and the dreaming sort of uh, really uh, got into a groove the last few years in America, at least. Yeah. So, yes, I hope I can come to Toronto again. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get your uh, or number. We'll we'll exchange numbers and then we'll send you music. And if you want to write, that would be very, very beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it a shot. Okay. We'll yeah. also send you a T-shirt when uh, we get an extra large because I know you're a tall guy. So. Oh no, I'm pretty thin. So give me a, a medium or a large. I don't need an extra large. I could hide a couple people in there. Yeah. The Zoom puts 20 pounds on me, maybe. <laughs> no, Paul. Fritz has seen me live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyone else? Hey, thank you guys so much for the music. It's... uh. I love that the website has been a big gift by a few people, a lot of people, Mike, Julie, uh, and Dimitri. Yeah, and then all the people who've given music. I think uh, Jack has put some stuff up there. We have a few others. Uh, I hope we have some poetry from uh, our friend from England. Yeah, just... It's fun, eh? Yeah. EP is called Never Left, so you'll see that in a few days. All right. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, guys. And Vlad. Vlad's here. He's put out some incredible music. Thank you, Vlad. Vlad is the one with, like, the piano and everything. It's really a trip. Thank you, Bo. Yeah. So... We got some, uh, yeah. I think what we are really, uh, we're expressions and observations. So I like the idea of expressing, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Vlad, we got these guys, some other people, Jack. Yeah, nice to see you, Vlad. Send us more, Thanks. any two. We, we, can, we can hold a lot of files. Thank you, Paul. I will. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thank, thank you. you for these meetings. It's incredible. Well, you know, Vlad, I really enjoyed us our time in London. It was very good. I'm happy we had a chance live. Yeah, excellent. Skylar has her hand up. All right, Skylar, yes.
I miss uh, Richie. Rich is a trip. And Etta. Yeah. yeah. They're a trip. All right. Skyla. Okay. Um, well. Well, I love Hold Hands With Us. And it's just perfectly set up on the website. Like after my first experience was Zen Bitch Slap the music's just right there and then I went to the channel and just while processing everything you said it was the perfect like sequence and I've also listened to the piano music and it's just beautiful it's a beautiful place um and so um I really I'm asking a question about how it you felt it wasn't worth it to share in the meeting that you were asked to share upon because it almost felt like it was it wasn't useful because the people are so happy and I feel the same way um and like I felt that like I felt scared to share this kind of share or even your words you know I wrote notes and then shared it in the meeting and in one meeting, I like my voice was shaky and I felt like it was a breakthrough, like for me to say it out loud in front yeah. of people like that. And then in the other meeting, it was just like I felt like I was being buried and alive in judgment and I couldn't even finish that like more than three, two sentences of what you said, like self can't get out of self. Da, 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 da. And I was like, thanks for letting me share. So like, does, when you speak about it, do you feel like sometimes the audience kills, kills the ability to speak it? And that's like the energy. Um, no, no, it's the, it's just sometimes it's not appropriate. Mm, so it's not. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, once, I was brought into a, like a gunslinger, I was brought into uh, a franchised rehab. And so there was like 65 people there. None of them had ever, ever heard me. Mm -hmm. And most of them were new, very new and very shut down. And it was, uh, you know, who I'm not, the, who, who am I to say someone didn't get it or not? But yeah. I wouldn't... Uh, I would shy away from doing something like that again. Mm -hmm. yeah. They needed to hear something about, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It just wasn't, yeah, so. So do you give them what they want when they can't understand no. it? No, you just give I don't, them nothing. It doesn't go that far. I don't mm -hmm. give them what I want. I just learned in recovery that I, I can say it without saying it, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so what you are speaks louder than what you say. So mm -hmm. something gets through, they don't understand, and then I leave town quickly. <laughs> that used to be my old thing in recovery when I was sharing at, when I'd go on little tours, I'd make sure I leave before three days. Because they really like it when they heard it, and they went home and thought about it. <laughs> and on the third day, they were fucking pissed. At me. <laughs> so uh, yeah, joking, but not actually joking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I I played some heavy audiences. 
in Dallas, <laughs> yeah. Houston, Staten Island. And, uh, I didn't even go to like, you know, Costa Rica, Hawaii. I was, uh, I was doing the uh, underground circuit. Fucking mm -hmm. the Bronx, fucking Staten Island, <laughs> Dover, New Jersey, uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. It was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then, P.S. I, I know people get excited and stuff, and then uh, they want to tell people, but... Uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out the way you would hope, yeah? Yeah. Yes. Nope. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you learn. That's how you learn. You face. You learn how to face life successfully. You know when not to talk and when to talk after a while. Mm -hmm. You know when it's sort of cool to say something or not. I don't just blam it out to everybody I meet. <laughs> if, they're, if they're in a house that's on fire and they're burning, I'm not going to tell them there is no house and no fire. I'm going to tell them where the pail of water is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They talk with them later and point out to them, hey, you're at a lot of fires. Have you ever thought you may have something to do with it? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. But, uh, you know, I've learned a lot over the years because I'm, I have a foot in two different worlds. I have, I'm in recovery and then I'm in the esotericness of non-duality in a sense, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. It's very, uh, I wouldn't say fulfilling. It's very emptying, but, uh, yeah, mm. two different ball games, like in recovery, it's appropriate to be helpful. In non-duality, it isn't really appropriate to be helpful. You want to mm -hmm. leave people with their own devices. You don't want to, you know, put mittens on their false hands. Yeah, you want to just let them feel the coldness of the manufacturing. Yes? yes. But in recovery, you want to be of help. And in recovery, hope has a lot of value. In in non-duality, hope isn't a good word. <laughs> in the communities of some non-dualities. -dual, non so, but in recovery, hope is incredibly important when you're in a hopeless state. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself is non-duality. Both of those. Of course, all of it is, but we're talking about, you know, items and different topics, you know, in a world. Yeah. But it you is. You explained it so perfectly. I love it. Thank you so much. And you're so skinny. Don't worry. You're not three times bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I sort of like the beginning of that answer. I don't like that part. All right. Nice to see you, Skyla. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> nice um, to see you, too. <laughs> anyone else? Thanks, Skyler. Uh, no other hands. No. Well, that's pretty good, eh? I want to say hello to everybody and goodbye, I guess. Mike, thanks again. I'll talk with you soon. Yeah? Yeah. We always do. Kerry, always a pleasure, Kerry. Oh, thank you. Nice to see you. And remember, there are incredible unseen benefits in Zen Bitslap. You're a, a lifetime member. Thanks, Paul. Yes. Yeah. 
We got Z, my main man, down in the lagoon. Nice to see you, Zlatko. Always a pleasure. A man who I respect greatly. Z, yes. He's got a little fetish about Nizagadada Maharaj, but that's pretty good. All right, we got Judith. Judith is the, is the bright star of the Hawaiian seas. Yes, he's our own private treasure. That's open to the public. Nice to see you, Judith. Beautiful to see you, Paul. Love we, hearing you, love seeing you. Just love this whole forum and thank you for sharing uh, nothing with us. Thank you. My pleasure, yes. We got Jenny. She's a little bit in the dark, but I guarantee she's as bright as hell, yes. We got, hold on, we got William. William down there. Nice to see you, William. That bed has a little pomeranic, it seems like a half an, an acre. It's huge. Yeah. We got Bernard. Bernard. Bernard seems like he's never not been here. I like Bernard's presence at the Zooms. Yes. Same thing with Stefan. Stefan, uh... And Steph, Stefan is sort of like he arrived on having never left. <laughs> Stefan is sort of like that mantra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And we got our Linda. Always nice to see Linda. Tonight was very, very, I'm not going to say fulfilling, emptying for me. Thank you. Oh, great. Great. Yes. We got Robert from uh, New Zealand. Is it in morning time now there? That's uh, uh, five o'clock in the afternoon on. Oh Jesus! We got this is a perfect time for you. Yeah. See, I have a great fondness for New Zealand and Australia. Have you been? Have you been to New Zealand? I have only for four days on a, a flyover, going back to Byron Bay. So I used to fly into New Zealand to uh, Auckland and then stay there a little bit and then go to Brisbane. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, but I'll be coming there, I hope, when it all clears up. I'd really love to see more of the country, so I'm going to run into, into you, Robert. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to it. Yes. We got Clifford from Chiang Mai. I used to live in Chiang Mai also. Yes. I've spent a lot of time in Chiang Mai. Yeah. Beautiful, actually. I don't know if the pollution got bad, but what a... Yeah, very, yeah, I liked it there. Great food, unbelievable food. Yeah, incredible. Mm -hmm. So Johannes is in Germany. He's got a, either a neck brace or a very warm uh, fucking scarf up there. We got George from The Void. I will always count for, um, George and The Void go hand in hand with me. Yeah. So Mary, Mary G, always a pleasure. Hi, Paul. Thanks. She's one, of the, she's one of the the root the roots of the uh, Zen bitch slap Zoom world. Always nice to see her. Sander also. Sanda is a a potent force from India. Yes, her and Brahmi make uh, an incredible duo. <laughs> yes, very powerful. <laughs> We got uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey uh, decided not to ask a question tonight. Yes. 
Yeah, I went on. I went easy on you tonight. I had hey, a question. I appreciate that, Jeffrey. I appreciate uh, you. It. Pretty, you pretty much covered nothing in uh, a good <laughs> sense of the word. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'll keep covering it. Hopefully, when you cover nothing, you lay it bare. Actually, that's beautiful. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. We got Kenneth from Toronto. I'm in and Vancouver. I'm Toronto. I'm hoping to meet Kenneth there. So I'm in Vancouver now. Oh, you're in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. That's even better, actually. <laughs> Closer. Yeah, I'll be going to uh, when it gets better. I'll be going to Vancouver Island for okay. sure. Yeah, I do talks in Victoria, so. Okay. Yeah, Good yeah. See you then. Yes, please. We got Vlad. Vlad is uh, in Russia. Yes. Oh, uh, not in Siberia. So in, are you in Siberia? Yeah. Wow. And it's it's early morning here. Early morning, Jesus. Siberia, a lot of stuff comes up when I say that word. Shamanism. Siberia. It has a lot of meaning. I don't know. I've never been there, but I think I have an idea about it. Yeah. But you're the, one, you're the only person I know from Siberia. Yeah. And if they're anything like you, I'm going to love to go there. Thank you. All right. We got, uh, let's see, we got the band here. Hold hands, my two main guys. Thank you, guys. Always nice to see you. And we'll stay, we'll get in touch and we'll, let's see what happens. Yeah. We've got, let's see, John, John Walker, he's taking it easy. He's somewhere near Melbourne. I don't know where. Yeah. John R. John R. My main man, John. Always good to see you. And Fritz, Fritz is like a trip. Yeah, I got my first COVID shot, so I'm I'm happy about that. Oh, you did. You know, I I haven't. I I think I am I'm eligible, but I haven't decided yet. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But that's great, bro. Good. Yeah. Still doesn't mean I I'll get together with you. Well, what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jack G behind the wheel. Yeah. Paul, I've been thinking about the uh virtual retreat and I'm thinking the non-dual thing to do is uh pay for it and then not go. Oh, that would be great. Right. <laughs> the funny thing is you pay for it, you don't go and yet I see you there. Isn't that that's the whole thing. You pay for it, you don't go, but I see you there. <laughs> All right, Richard. Nice to see you, Rich. Hey, there's, there's no murders this week. You're off. All right? Yeah, take it easy. Clean the Glock, you know. Get the... <laughs> get the <laughs> I may have to call you in an emergency. I don't know. Wait a minute, this is Mario. Mario from Mexico. Always a pleasure, Mario. Nice to see you there. Yes, we got Jennifer. Jennifer, where are you? Do you mind? Hi, Paul. I'm in, uh, I'm in Arizona right now. Arizona? Wow. Where in Arizona? Yeah. I didn't hear you. 
Yeah, yeah, sorry, my connection's bad all of a sudden. I'm in Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. All right, good, good. It must be nice there. Glad to be here. This is, yes, it's it's perfect here. Yes. Oh, good, good. This is all right, nice to see you. Third meeting with you. Thank eh? you. The third meeting? Yes. Great, nice. Welcome, honey. Welcome. We got Brahmi. Brahmi's, uh, yes, she's she's holding the Ganges for all of us. Yes, she went in. She went into the Ganja River and sent us the pictures in front of. The, while they're having this huge festival there, it's very very moving. Are they still up on the website? It's a video post. It's a video post on the website. You check it out. Yeah. On the website. It went in the Ganges for all of us. The YouTube channel. Oh, it's on the YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got, uh, who's this? I can't see the name. Coco. Coco, nice to meet you, Coco. Where are you from? Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Uh, from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, Melbourne, another one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was in Melbourne in last year around this time. Yeah, I know a few people who um, I think um, I was informed about them when you came down, but unfortunately um, I was informed after the fact. But there's a Melbourne non-duality group that uh, I think um, brought you out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully I'll see you there, bro. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, keep coming back. You're more than welcome. There's a few people from Melbourne here. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. We got Matthew down here, an old friend of mine. We used to go eat at the uh, B-Star. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I like that place. Skyla, always. Bruce, nice to see you. Hey, Paul. How you doing? I'm doing really good. It's nice to see you. Oh, good. Good. We got my <laughs> uh, counterpart in Long Island City, PK, RVC. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome, my friend. A large part of my family lived there still, I think, Long Island yeah. City. Yeah, like my Aunt Seely. I think she's passed away now, but she was the uh, matriarch of the family. Yeah, something in the water, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long You'll never find Long Island City as one of the top ten tourist lo locations. It's got a nice view, though, right? What? Oh, it's a beautiful view. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear, see you again, my friend. Awesome. Thank you, my man. Keep the RVC spirit alive. You know it. Yeah. Uh, I think, oh, there's Amelia, the love of my life. There she is. Keith? Keith Keith is, uh, I don't know what Keith's doing. I can't see. He's got some kind of uniform. Hey, Keith, stay in touch with us. We don't want to lose you. Literally, you know? Yeah. I will, brother. All right. All's well? All's well. I'm doing some horse riding. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Spending some time on the ranch with some friends, so I'm having a great oh, time. Oh, great, bro. Good. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for okay. having us.
Good night, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Good night. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, Thank you so much. Let me make an announcement. Oh. You have that retreat. It's on the first page. So, Diaz, why don't everyone sign up and don't come? So that way, yeah, that And then we'll be here tomorrow. I do the recovery Thursday and Saturday. So all the information's at on the event page of Zen Bitch Slap, and come and see us if you like. And William, I didn't say good hello to William. Oh yeah, I did. William had the little panoramic bed. All right, everybody. Z, I hope to see you tomorrow. I've had the dog, so I haven't been going out. Love you. Love you, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you. Good night. Yeah, it's a pleasure. See you guys. See you tomorrow. Oh. Good night, Mike, and everybody else. Hi, right, Skyler. Love you. See you tomorrow. Right. See you tomorrow.